0: Good morning and welcome to Wake Up to Wellness with Michelle Chrisman and I'm so excited you're with us today. We're here to empower you, your friends, your family, and your loved ones to be healthy and well naturally. And the one thing that I love about health is that you are made to be well. You were made to function at a high level of health and vitality so that you could be the best you ever. And today we're going to be talking to world-renowned Sally Fallon with the Weston A. Price Foundation on the USDA Dietary Guidelines and how they've not only failed us as a society, but how our health is greatly hurting because of it. And I can't wait for you to meet Sally Fallon. And at the end of the day, what I want you to start to think about is, when you make amazing choices and decisions for your family, that your health will flourish. Many people in today's day and age have begun to see what the aftermath is, meaning the choices that they've made in life and in health that have turned out in sickness, illness, and disease. And many people don't like to hear that. They don't like to hear that they're responsible for their health. They don't like to hear that they have the choice and decision to not only head towards being healthy and well naturally, but also the choice of being sick and ill. Many people will say, but God, you know what, Michelle, it's my genetics. My aunt had it, my uncle had it, and my cousin. And the latest research through Bruce Lipton, who's a cell biologist, and you can read his book. It's called The Biology of Belief. He literally is showing us that your epigenetics are what control your genetics and that they are turned on and off like light switches from the choices and decisions that you make from food, the way you move your body, and the way you think. We're going to take a quick commercial break because I can't wait for us to dive in with Sally Fallon, president of the Weston A. Price Foundation, and begin to understand how you can be healthy and well naturally and be truly responsible for your own
1: health. Premier Chiropractic, a creating wellness center located at 2310 Churchville Road, Suite C in Bel Air, is enhancing lives through the power of a chiropractic adjustment. As a licensed chiropractor in Maryland, Dr. Evan Christman can correct damage from years of lifestyle stresses while educating you to maintain good health for your lifetime. A dedicated professional with a very special focus on children with learning differences and autism, Dr. Christman treats people of all ages, from infants to seniors. Isn't it time for for you to reclaim your life. Take your first step towards health and vitality today. Call Premier Chiropractic, a creating wellness center at 410-734-4060 and let their experienced staff show you how to restore the flow of life. 410-734-4060 or visit Premier Chiropractic on the web at RestoreLifeFlow.com.
0: Good morning and welcome back to Wake Up to Wellness with Michelle Chrisman and I'm so excited you're with us today. We're here to empower you, your friends, your family, and your loved ones to be healthy and well naturally. And today we're gonna be talking to world-renowned Sally Fallon with the Weston A. Price Foundation on the USDA Dietary Guidelines and how they've not only failed us as a society, but how our health is greatly hurting because of it. And I can't wait for you to meet Sally Fallon. Sally, welcome to Wake Up to Wellness with Michelle Chrisman this morning.
2: Thank you for having me.
0: Oh, you are welcome. I've gotta say, you are so absolutely amazing. Uh, I've been in practice with my husband, uh, gosh, it'll be almost 18 years. My husband's a Neurostructural Chiropractor, Dr. Evan Chrisman, and through the years, I have always heard your name. (laughs) I've heard how amazing you are, how smart you are, the books. I mean, all of the amazing things that you've done, I've always heard through the grapevine. And when I learned that I was going to be interviewing you, I was so excited and grateful and thankful. And you really are one of those um, huge, huge wellness foundational people that not only stand strong for the right choices in our community and our world. But also what I've begun to learn over the years, there are so many people that, as you know, that are sick, ill, and heading down the path of disease, and they're not really making the connections. They're starting to. But talk to me about the Weston A. Price Foundation. Why did you all start, and what's the the big mission or vision for you all so that you can empower the world?
2: Well, we started the foundation uh really to correct all the misinformation about nutrition that's out there running around, uh, we it's named after Weston Price who studied healthy traditional peoples eating their traditional foods, many of which were extremely high in fats, cholesterol, and saturated fat. And we, the, those of us who founded the foundation were becoming more and more dismayed at this message going out that we should avoid cholesterol, avoid animal fats, And especially as this was being applied to children, because we knew that children, most of all, need these things for proper growth, especially the development of their brain and nervous system and the second brain, which is the gut. And where are we seeing the most problems today in our children? We have an epidemic of learning disorders Mm -hmm. and an epidemic of digestive problems. Isn't that the truth? And this directly stems from not getting enough Cholesterol, saturated fats, and animal fats in the diet of the mother when she's pregnant, and nursing, and then starting off with the diet of the child
0: and you know i I think that one of the things that I have learned and and is big in our family is real raw homemade butter yeah <laughs> and 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 coconut oil, organic coconut oil. Um, extra virgin olive oil, which I actually look to make sure where it's coming from, that it's coming from one lot, mm-hmm. one field. The other thing that is huge is avocado. And I've got to tell you that I spend so much time not only making sure that my daughter makes great health choices. My, I've got a little one. Um, but one of her, actually her first food, um, well, of course, was breast milk, but avocado.
2: Well, We actually recommend liver as the first food for weaning a baby. Oh, really? Uh, Yeah, the avocado is a nice food, but it does not contain the critical vitamins that you get from the animal foods, A, D, and K. And the liver, of course, provides iron, which the baby around six months really needs extra iron. All traditional cultures all over the world, um, uh, well, I won't say all, almost all, (laughs) Uh, give liver as the first weaning food. And usually the mother chews the liver and gives it to the baby. Um, so we recommend a liver puree and egg yolks as the first weaning foods for babies because they need that cholesterol. They need the vitamins that are in those animal foods. They need the iron, uh, B12, B6, and, of course, these foods are just powerhouses. So when it, really, when it comes to raising our children, especially babies, uh, they need the most nutrient dense foods that we can give them. And, and typically, moms are giving them canned squash, canned applesauce in you know, the little jars, you know. And, and this is not adequate for their growth and development.
0: You know, one of the first things that we were told uh, was rice cereal. And my husband I and I literally went, are you kidding me?
2: <laughs> yeah. And, and this is <laughs> really? one of the reasons we're yeah. getting so many problems with grains today, because we're introducing these grains way too early. Uh, we we recommend waiting at least a year and even in two years before you introduce the grains.
0: You know it's interesting. I have done everything that I can to keep grains away from my little one, and um, and I have an amazing mom and an amazing mother-in-law, and one of the first things that she gave my daughter after, gosh, she was probably two years old, were Cheerios. And, you know, I mean, it's healthy, it's health and heart smart, right? Even though that's another story. But anyway, uh, one of the things that, and she knew that it would be a no for me. Mm -hmm. So one day we're sitting in her kitchen and my, my little one says, mama, up high, up high. And I said, well, what's up high, baby? Oh, up high, up high. And I said, well, what is it? And my mother-in-law looked at me like, oh my gosh. (laughs) And it was a box of Cheerios. And, you know, I think that somewhere in there when very well-educated and very well-meaning people like myself, who I do the best I can to guard my child's health. And I hate to even say that I have to guard it, but that is how it is in today's day and age that oftentimes very well-meaning you know, mothers or grandmothers will give them
2: choices of food that aren't healthy. That's right. That's right. Well, if you're feeding them healthy food at home, they can, they can manage a little unhealthy food. And you never want to make, a, you know, a fetish out of all this. But really, the way uh, you prepare for pregnancy, eat during pregnancy, nursing, and then the first foods for babies, uh, this will set the pattern and get them off to a really good start. It's just like if you're building a house. You want the very best building materials for your house. And if you use poor building materials, uh, you can't go back and fix that house later. You've already built it. And traditional cultures realized that during that period of growth and formation, you needed super nutrient-dense foods. And you couldn't give them later on in life because the period of, development has passed. I mean, you could give them, but it wouldn't, make, uh, wouldn't help. So th- they always had special nutrient-dense foods for pregnant women and growing children, and these included things like fish eggs, liver, um, uh, fish liver oils, like cod liver oil, mm-hmm. and um, cheese and butter, especially cheese and butter from uh, cows eating uh, green grass.
0: And so uh, this is interesting to me, you know, if you have someone that is just, has just found out they're pregnant, um, they're about to have a little one, where do they start? You know, you talk about making good choices for their food, where would they start with that?
2: Well, uh, truly, <clears throat> they need to start before they get pregnant. <laughs> okay. All traditional cultures had a period of six months of special feeding before pregnancy. Interesting, really. Yes, because this builds up your nutritional stores. You know, that baby starts forming the minute you get pregnant and needs all those uh, nutrients. And, um, of course, it's good to change your diet at any time, but um, really to optimize the health of your children, you need to... Think of it before you get pregnant. This is one of the key messages of the Weston A. Price Foundation. I have a book called The Nourishing Traditions, Book of Baby and Child Care, and it goes through all of this very carefully. I think it's the only book like it, uh, only um, book for baby and child care out there that really talks about the diet and how important it is.
0: So you talk about six months prior. And, yeah. you know, I remember when I was having my little one, um, you know, that. I started to think about those things, but I've got to tell you, as much as I think that I am really, uh, on top of being healthy and well naturally, um, and, and, and ahead of the curve, which I I know that I am, you have just dropped some really big bombs on me that I had no clue. So talk, talk me through it. What would I do? Let me give you,
2: uh, let me give you an example. Um, you're the 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 embryo is made of stem cells these are undifferentiated cells and they start to get signals and a signal will say you become a heart cell you become a brain cell and so they start to differentiate and grow into the organs now what gives that signal it's vitamin a true vitamin a and we only get vitamin a from animal foods like liver and butter and cheese and and uh... uh some kinds of seafoods, cod liver oil, and so forth. So this starts, the minute you get pregnant, this this process is starting, and you need to have good vitamin A stores already in your body for it to uh, go through the process normally. And, you know, by the time you know you're pregnant, say you're three weeks pregnant, the heart is already starting to form. Yeah. And if you don't have adequate vitamin A, if you haven't been eating properly, if you've been following the dietary guidelines and been on low-fat skim milk, all this, you may not have enough vitamin A, and either the heart does not form, and you have a miscarriage, or mm. the heart may have a defect in it. And in fact, we're seeing an almost an epidemic of defects in mm. the hearts of babies being born. Mm-hmm. So this is this shows the wisdom of these uh, traditional cultures preparing for pregnancy, and, and what did they eat to prepare for pregnancy? They ate liver. They, um In the South Seas, they had the shark liver and the shark liver oil. Uh, in Switzerland, they ate a special type of butter that was really high in vitamin A. It was a spring butter. So all over the world, this is what Dr. Price found, that uh, the foods may have been different, but they all were very rich sources of vitamins A, D, and K, which are absolutely critical for the optimal development of the, um, the fetus.
0: That is absolutely amazing. I mean, my mind is just going right now. I, I think this is awesome. Yeah. I mean, so, you know, can you
2: imagine if women understood that? Well, this is what we're trying to do. This is what we need to be teaching young women. This is what the tribes and villages did. This is what the elders did. They taught the young women uh, these principles and uh, we unfortunately we are not doing this in fact the the nutrition instruction that children that teenagers get is completely wrong uh it's promoting a high carb low fat diet uh, very little red meat um, you know not many eggs uh so they are steering people way, away especially steering young women away from the very foods that they need to have healthy children And, you know, they may not be thinking about having children when they're in high school, but the day comes when they do want to have children, and nothing is more important at that point than knowing how to produce a healthy child. And there's a formula to it. It's like everything else. There's things that you can do to ensure a good outcome.
0: Uh, That is so true. Isn't that the truth? You know, we talk about with what we do, uh, with my husband being a neurostructural chiropractor, is that if that foundation's off, the floorboards are going to creak, the windows aren't going to open
2: right, exactly. the, the roof's going to leak. And and the thing that, um, the sign for Dr. Price was if the teeth were straight. Mm. If the teeth were straight, the palate was wide, teeth were naturally straight Uh, that was a sign for him that the body had been properly constructed and the interesting thing is we have 32 teeth and we have 32 bones in our spinal column and they start as a single bud divides into um, 32 and then each one of those 32 splits one goes to a tooth and one goes to a bone in the spinal column And so typically you see people who have broad faces and straight teeth, they also have very strong backs, strong straight backs, and really robust uh, physical uh, form and strength. Isn't
0: that interesting? And I'm sure
2: your husband has noticed that when you get a child with a narrow palate and crooked teeth, they they tend to have a lot of spinal problems Mm -hmm. also. Yeah, well,
0: you know, we're noticing all over the board because of the, um, poor nutrition the emotional stress and then also the physical stress we want to see this really nice straight line in the front of your spine in these beautiful three curves on the side and i tell you what we're seeing is uh, literally the spine hunched over it's the last phase of skeletal breakdown and we're seeing that in teens so uh, yes
2: yes the and health you know is uh, really down. the fault lies with the dietary guidelines mm-hmm. This is you know we just Um, submitted our critique of this Uh, it is a continued um, demonization of animal foods, animal fats uh, telling people to use more vegetable oils uh, avoid eggs, avoid butter, avoid whole milk avoid meat and there's not even a mention of organ meats which traditional cultures all consumed so it's just taken us down the wrong path and the suffering that has been caused by this, um, these, you know, really defective guidelines uh, is incalculable. It, and, and, you know, the parents see this in their children. You know, in fact, we often say, ask any grandparent about the health of their grandchildren. See what they say.
0: Isn't that and, the and truth? And they'll almost
2: always say, they're, they're not as healthy as we were.
0: Isn't that the truth? You know, we're going to take a quick commercial break because I want to start to dive into, you know, we're going to be talking more about the USDA dietary guidelines, how not only they're set up faulty, they're broken, but also how we can not only empower others to be well naturally but how you can thrive and I can't wait for us to not only dive in but begin to really understand where Sally Fallon from the Weston A Price is coming from.
1: Premier Chiropractic, a creating wellness center located at 2310 Churchville Road, Suite C in Bel Air, is enhancing lives through the power of a chiropractic adjustment. As a licensed chiropractor in Maryland, Dr. Evan Christman can correct damage from years of lifestyle stresses while educating you to maintain good health for your lifetime. A dedicated professional with a very very special focus on children with learning differences and autism, Dr. Chrisman treats people of all ages, from infants to seniors. Isn't it time for you to reclaim your life? Take your first step towards health and vitality today. Call Premier Chiropractic, a creating wellness center, at 410-734-4060 and let their experienced staff show you how to restore the flow of life. 410-734-4060 or visit Premier Chiropractic on the web at Restore lifeflow.com Good morning, and welcome back
0: to Wake Up to Wellness with Michelle Chrisman, and I'm so excited you're with us today. We're here with world-renowned Sally Fallon from the Weston A. Price Foundation. Sally, welcome back to Wake Up to Wellness with Michelle Chrisman this morning. Thank you. Thank you. You you are welcome. I've got to tell you, you are absolutely... I told you from the beginning you're amazing, (laughs) but you're you're even more amazing. I'd love to not only uh, spend more time with you, but also the information that you have the community needs to know it you know we are talking about the USDA guidelines and how they uh, have have flat out failed talk to me about that
2: I will but first just let me say as far as information is concerned this is exactly why we set up the Weston A. Price Foundation Mm -hmm. our website is westonaprice.org I urge your listeners to visit the website And if you become a member, you receive our quarterly journal, our email updates, and you become a part of our family. We also have chapter leaders, uh, local chapters all over the country, including quite a few in Maryland, Hmm. uh, that help people find the foods that we are talking about. For example, if you want a really good egg, and egg yolks, by the way, are one of our best sources of vitamin D, which we're all extremely deficient in, um, your chapter leaders will tell you where you can get these eggs. you know, straight from a farmer who's doing grass feeding. Uh, Same with butter, same with uh, milk and all these other foods. So anyway, back to the dietary guidelines. Uh, This is an exercise our government goes through every five years, and these guidelines um, have tipped, uh, you know, for many years now, told Americans um, to not eat fats, to eat a lot more carbohydrates, to um, avoid things like butter drink skim milk, um, cut the fat off your meat, all this. And uh, this has created, uh, first of all, the, this advice is not scientific. Uh, it has created a lot of deficiencies in the population. And the current committee talked about those deficiencies, deficiencies mm-hmm. in iron, zinc, B12, B6, vitamin A, vitamin D. And yet they still give the same old guidelines which are creating these deficiencies. mm
0: You know, my husband yesterday, we were at the fair and um, he was talking about the, and I can't remember the name of the, the, I put scientist in quotes, that came up with this about 70 some years ago that it should be, um, that we shouldn't be eating fats. And then later on, as he looked at the research he did, he basically didn't end up telling the truth. And so these guidelines um, and this message of, Fats are bad. Just went, and the reality is, the research was not not even good.
2: Well, what happened was Americans stopped eating butter. They stopped drinking whole milk. They stopped eating a lot of animal fats, but they didn't stop eating fat. They just started eating the wrong kinds of fats, right. the industrial oils, and um, or they started eating their fats with lots of sugar. And I like to give the example of um someone who's gonna go on a diet and she's gonna be really good. She has a low fat breakfast, you know, just a bagel or something. She has a low fat lunch, she has a low fat dinner and by nine o'clock at night she is absolutely starving for fats and she goes to the freezer and takes out a half a gallon of ice cream and eats it all in one sitting. Hmm. And this is what happens: we go on what I call the puritanical diet, and then we get cravings for what I call the pornographic foods. And, <laughs> uh, and so Americans are kind of, you know, pulled from one extreme to the other. <coughs> um, a low-fat diet creates terrible cravings, and then they can't help themselves, and so they eventually get that butter fat in the ice cream, but only. With its huge load of sugar that comes along with it. Yeah. Isn't so, it? Uh, you know, wouldn't it be better to just eat some butter, all you know, throughout the day? Have some butter at breakfast, butter at lunch, butter at dinner. Then you wouldn't be craving the ice cream after dinner. Isn't you wouldn't that have the truth?
0: Cravings. Yeah, and that's that's how that's how we eat. We do, um, you know, very high fat. We do grass fed meats, eggs, um, and of course a lot of other really great veggies. But I think at the end of the day. Uh, one of the things that I'm also learning with having a little one is I really believe that moms want to make the best choices and decisions for their children. Everything's in a package. And one yes, of the things that I'm walking away from as sending my little one to um, preschool is, you know, everyone wants to, you know, they have snack time. Yes. Well, I'm not into the snacks that yeah. they want to give. So how does a mom, you know, go through that path and keep their child healthy? How do they make different choices and decisions?
2: Well, I always say to moms, you know, moms, I've had moms say, well, I'm going to change the school lunches. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> don't, don't waste your time. Right. <laughs> uh, these school lunches, uh, they have to follow the federal guidelines, and they're just atrocious. They're absolutely atrocious. Make your child's lunch i mean that's just number one make sure they have um you know whole milk in their lunch uh, cheese maybe hard-boiled egg um, you know good quality food and not those lunchables but foods that you put together for your child um, this i know the snack days are a real problem but you can use it as a kind of a teaching opportunity if you uh, bring in a good snack uh, you can explain why this is good, and you can say to the teacher, could we have some guidelines that these snacks are li- at least low in sugar? Exactly. So, um, But it is definitely a minefield, and I have four children, so i, I <laughs> they're grown now. But, um, you know, the rule that I had was um, they breakfasted at home, they took their lunch to school, and they had to have dinner at home six nights out of seven.
0: Oh, that's great. And I
2: I reckon that whatever they did in the rest of their time, you know, the diet I was giving them uh, would protect them.
0: Isn't that wonderful? What's the biggest lesson you've learned, Sally, over the years and with all your education and knowledge and experience?
2: Oh, well, that's a very good question. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I, I think the biggest lesson is that we really have to realize that it's up to us. We cannot depend on what the government says. We cannot depend on the food companies uh, to make us healthy. It's something that we personally, each one of us, have to think about and become educated about.
0: Interesting. Isn't that the truth? That, you know, I always say, and I started off the show with with making responsible choices, meaning, you know, realizing that you're the one that sits at the seat of deciding what works for your health and it's not your aunt it's not your uncle it's not the neighbor down the street yes
2: exactly right
0: yeah and i think that i oftentimes uh you know i i laugh yeah i'm italian and uh i love fresh homemade you know fresh prosciutto and fresh mozzarella and i remember one of the first lunches i packed for my little girl her first day at preschool and it was fresh prosciutto and fresh mozzarella it wasn't i mean it was good italian stuff with some veggies and a little bit of fruit oh it was it was a beautiful lunch i wanted to eat it too and um and i remember that the teacher said well it's too much food and she threw it out oh, and no. and i walked away from that day i said But it was fresh prosciutto, it was fresh mozzarella, it was cucumber, it was, I mean, it was a fabulous lunch. I don't understand. She said, well, she uh, picked at the food and she ate what she wanted and then after that we threw it out. And I stepped away from that moment saying, you know, I can do the best that I can to be responsible for myself, be responsible for my child. And where's the, where are the boundaries? Where's the respect gone? And what I mean by that is this, that we're constantly on so many levels being told it's for the greater good. It's for the greater good of health. Well, at the end of the day, if you stand up and realize that you have a voice and you are the one that's fully responsible for your choices and decisions, that sort of stuff over time can be muted. And I think Mm -hmm. at the end of the day, it's empowering moms. It's empowering ourselves as individuals to say, you know what? I can make choices and decisions. I am smart enough. I am good enough. And I am able to empower myself and my family to be well. And what are your thoughts on that?
2: Well, I would say the same thing. It's it's really up to you. And it's not only just up to you, but you have to have a lot of strength because there's, you know, the misinformation is so pervasive it's mm-hmm. out there
0: everywhere. Isn't that the truth? And Sally, tell us, how can people reach you again? Um, oh, okay. And how can they connect with you so that they can really begin
2: to follow what you guys are doing and to learn even more? Well, I would suggest they become members of the Weston A. Price Foundation. It's $40 a year, 25 for st- students and seniors. They get our journal. I write for the journal. I'm the editor of the journal. <laughs> people just love this journal. They say when it arrives, they put everything down and read it from cover to cover.
0: Oh, that's great. And
2: it allows you to get involved. We do conferences. We have local chapters who put on meetings. So that's what I would do is send you to the org and if you're completely new to what we're doing on the right uh, nav bar, there's a, th- there's a thing that says take a tour, and you can do that and uh, learn what we're all about. I love it. And then and my books, I have a number of books. Um, you can find them on uh, online booksellers, but also my website is newtrendspublishing.com, N-E-W-T-R-E-N-D-S, publishing.com.
0: That's fabulous. Um, and I'd love to not only have you on in the future, but also I would love to begin to let you know, that you are such an amazing person. Um, I'm grateful and thankful for all the wonderful, wonderful work that you've done, and the time and the effort, um, and what you do is so incredibly needed. And I think at the end of the day, uh, a huge thank you is not only so warranted, uh, but if I were in your space right now, I'd be giving you a big hug. All right.
2: Well, thank you for having me.
0: You are welcome. And you're listening to me live every Saturday from 830 till 9 in the morning. Wake Up to Wellness with Michelle Chrisman, where I interview the most amazing doctors and wellness celebrities so you can be healthy and well naturally. And you're listening to me live on WAMD 970 AM, WYRE 810, WKHZ 1460. And you can watch me live on the KHZ TV network. Again, take great care of your health and have a beautiful day.